0: What's going on everybody? This is the I Test a Fantasy Football Podcast. It is free agency frenzy week. Lots of stuff going on and I'm here to talk about it and make it easy for you with my good old buddy, old pal and partner and co hosts Paul Orlando. Paul, what's going on? What's up with you, man? I'm just
1: like, today has just been a whirlwind. I was trying to focus on my, my regular job, but kept getting ding, 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 ding. This signing, this signing, this signing. Yep. and I know I'm waiting to see Lamar Jackson on the notification. I know you're probably watching all your Eagles defense. Disappear.
0: Well, we did get Brad. We did just sign Bradbury for three years. So that is awesome. That is um, what I'm waiting for is, are we keeping slay or are we going to bring back CJ Gardner Johnson? I don't know how the money works in the Eagles organization at all. Cause we have like $7 million in cap space. And somehow we're going to keep them both. (laughs) I doubt it, but that would be really cool. But that's what we're here to do, Paul. We're here to make it easy for you. I'm sure all of you viewers are getting a ton of dings on your phone, just like Paul over here. And we are here to make it easy for you. Talk about some of the biggest moves during the week and how it could affect your fantasy team moving forward, whether it's a dynasty league, whether it's a redraft league. We're here to make it easy for you. And if you're watching on YouTube, go ahead and press the like button. And certainly subscribe. That way you can get notified when we come out with more content like this. And it also helps us grow. Because the more we grow, the more cool things we can provide for our viewers. Mm-hmm. Which we appreciate so very much. Yes. All. Oh, we're talking about the Las Vegas Raiders now. Because they are certainly a team that has been making a ton of moves early in the first wave of free agency. And my first question for you... You know what? Let's start at quarterback and then let's spread out. Jimmy Garoppolo signed with the Raiders for three years. Does this feel like a rental to you? Like, do you think that they're still in the market for quarterback in the draft? Because I do believe they have the seventh overall pick.
1: I absolutely think that the Raiders are still in the quarterback market. I think Jimmy Garoppolo is a serviceable starting quarterback. I think he is. I'll even go as far as say he's a productive Starting quarterback, but with his injury history, with his, he's not going to light the world on fire. He is a game manager and I'm not using that in a bad way, but he is a game manager. He is not a quarterback who down 14 with 10 minutes left. I'm not like Jimmy's got this. We're fine. So I think that if they really like Will Levis or if they really like Anthony Richardson, I think the Raiders would absolutely Take a stab at one of those guys if they fall into their lap. Because we've seen Jimmy be a mentor. He did it with Trey Lance. He kind of did it with Purdy. So Jimmy's okay with that. Jimmy's not he's probably in Vegas. Didn't he go on a date with like a porn star like not long ago?
0: I believe so. I believe he dated one. So Jimmy's this is the best thing in the world for Jimmy Garoppolo,
1: dude. He's like, he's like, You're paying me to live in <laughs> Vegas? <laughs> You I mean, saying? <laughs>
0: like is that... Yeah, I, I do believe that they're still in the market. And I, I think that they could land one of those two two quarterbacks that you mentioned, Will Levis or Anthony Richardson. The situation kind of screams Anthony Richardson because I don't think he is a starter year one, certainly week one. So him being able to develop behind a quarterback like Jimmy G, just like you said, he's a mentor. that seems like a good position for Anthony Richardson. And they're a a pretty high-powered offense right now with Devontae Adams, we'll talk about him later, Jacoby Myers, we'll talk about him, and um, Jacobs also. So I think that the way that Anthony Richardson plays, which is a lot of legs at the moment, I think he fits into that offensive scheme. My one problem that I have with Jimmy G as the quarterback, like you said, is he's not the guy that can come back and win you a game from behind, especially the way that the Raiders treat their defense like they're just not making any moves to make their defense any better and I I see the Raiders having the same record as they did last year whether it's Derek Carr or Jimmy G under center
1: yeah I saw I saw this really funny thing I forget where I saw it but somebody said the Raiders traded in their Toyota Camry for a Honda Accord (laughs) (laughs) and it's just like so spot on I'm like damn they like oh yeah that 18 Camry just traded in for a 19 Accord and it's like <laughs> like you got same value dude like they're the same car. So yeah, it'll it'll certainly be interesting. I think with Jimmy Garoppolo, Raiders fans are holding on to hope that Josh McDaniels is reunited with him so maybe they can get back to wasn't Jimmy G like 5 and 0 or 6 0 as a starter for New England with Josh McDaniels? So that might be the one thing that they're holding on hope for. And I did hear that Devontae Adams did have a say in who was going to play quarterback. So it looks like Devontae vouched for our boy Jimmy G.
0: As he should. I mean, that's going to be your main target. But then the Raiders came in and scooped up Jacoby Myers. So do you think that that hurts Devontae Adams' value or does it help him?
1: It does absolutely not hurt. Devonte Adams there is nothing that can hurt Devontae Adams value unless Justin Jefferson ended up on the Raiders I think Jacoby Myers is going to act as a complete complement to Devontae I think Devontae will still get 15 targets a game I think Jacobs is going to be another workhorse back they got him on that franchise tag so they're going to run the hell out of him and I think Jacoby Myers is going to be a very solid football wide receiver too now as far as his fantasy value I don't, I'm a little, I'd like to hear your thoughts because I don't know what to think on Jacoby Myers.
0: Well, Jacoby Myers was like a volume guy in New England, but he was really like the only target that they had. So I'm more of like a, he, Jacoby Myers is on my do not draft list right now because I don't want to spend a pick on him if I'm in a redraft league. However, if I'm a dynasty owner, and I need depth on my bench. Jacoby Myers is probably someone cheap. You could probably get him for cheap now because I, I would say his value has gone down, but he's still young and able to, as a wide receiver one too, if Devontae Adams were to go down, Jacoby Myers could fill in the role. So I think in dynasty, he's someone that I would look to buy for cheap. In redraft, he's on my do not draft list, and certainly Devontae Adams, his stunks have not gone down at all especially with the recent news of Darren Waller being traded to the Giants. So that opens up a couple mouths to feed here because I was concerned for about, I don't know, eight hours between Jacoby Myers and Darren Waller or whatever it was, 12 hours. I was like, okay, that's a lot of mouths to feed in Oakland or in uh, Las Vegas. Can Jimmy G do it? Does that affect Devontae Adams for a little bit? I was concerned. And now I'm relieved now that Waller is is out of Las Vegas. I mean, what are your thoughts on the Waller trade? Let's let's talk about Waller specifically here. We'll shift over to the Giants real quick. Uh is he a top three tight end next year?
1: See, calling him a top three tight end is just so like it it doesn't hold the substance of like calling him a top three receiver or a top three running back just because you got Travis Kelsey. And then like maybe Mark Andrews, but we've seen him fall, like maybe Kittle. Like So I I would feel more comfortable calling Waller a top six tight end. I don't necessarily know if I would call him a top three tight end. I would like to see what other moves the Giants make at the wide receiver position, whether they address that in the draft or have they made any moves at receiver?
0: I believe they might have re-signed Sterling Shepherd. Shepard.
1: Yeah, they got Sterling Shepard back. But still, I think out of all 32 teams, Sterling Shepard is like maybe the 30th best wide receiver one on a depth chart. Mm-hmm. Like he's, he's good. Like he's good. But I think he's more of a wide receiver too. So I would definitely like to see if the Giants address that wide receiver position a little bit more. And I would also like to see Darren Waller stay on the field. I think that's another big thing for me is I just – he's been hurt the last couple of years. The town is there. And I personally just have a bone to pick with Waller because I used a second-round pick on him a couple years ago in our redraft league. And I remember very specifically he got like 24 points week one, and I was like, dude, I'm a genius. I'm like, I can't believe no one else did this. And then Waller just sucked, like maybe an 11-point ceiling the rest of the way. So I'm still hesitant. I'm going to stick with our golden rule. That unless your name is Travis Kelsey, I'm not touching you in the first five rounds. But I, to answer your question, I think, Waller, I'm more comfortable saying he's a top six tight end than I am a top three.
0: Yeah, I was looking up stats about tight ends today. And the the tight end one, of no surprise, was Travis Kelsey last year. He averaged 158 points per game in a PPR league, the wide receiver two or sorry, the tight end two and the tight end three, both averaged about 10. So it's a six six point drop off per week. Six points is huge. I mean, you think about all the games that you've lost by single digits in a redraft league. It's probably two or three games a year where you lose in the single digits and tight end you drafting a top three tight end early could have affected that Mm -hmm. where you could have gotten a running back or a wide receiver. So I don't think Waller's a top three tight end. I think his career is practically done because he can't stay healthy. I don't know what his age is. He's got to be 28.
1: So he started – people forget that he actually started on the Ravens.
0: Yeah, and then went to rehab or something.
1: Yeah, so he's he's 30. He'll be 31 by the time the season
0: starts. And, I mean, what, Kelsey's 33, and we're saying he has three years left, but that's because Kelsey plays every single game every single year. Waller has gotten three injuries in his career. Yeah.
1: And Kelsey, and he also – Waller also liked to hit the slopes back in his heyday. But (laughs) that's here nor there. Glad he's doing better. But, but yeah, he – Waller, I I love the player. I think he's uber talented. He's a physical specimen. But there's a reason that the Giants only had to give up a third-round pick for him. It's not like there is a super hot market for Darren Waller. And – if he like in the eighth or ninth round, and Waller's sitting there staring me in the face, I don't have a tight end. Absolutely, I'll take a stab at it. But I just you're, you're telling me to waste a third, a fourth, or a fifth round pick on Darren Waller. I just can't I, can't. I can't stomach it. Can't do it.
0: Yeah, I don't think the trade makes Waller much better. I do think he's going to get more targets if he were to stay healthy. I do think that he could get more targets, but. It's almost like he's earned the injury-prone tag. A lot of times when I'm making my projections, I try to exclude injuries. But for a tight end that's 30, 31 years old and he's gotten hurt the last three years, it's like pretty obvious what's going to be happening. You don't just have a rebound year because you got traded. I think the free agency frenzy week certainly draws hype and adds unnecessary hype onto players. And I, I do believe that Darren Waller is victim to that. So if you're watching this and you're thinking about reaching for Darren Waller, stop, do not do that. Just wait, let him fall in your lap, let someone else take him. You're not missing out. But I do think the Raiders won that trade. I think them getting a third round pick is much nicer than having Darren Waller, especially after they acquired Jacoby Jones, because you can have the same amount of offensive production when it comes to passing attempts similar amount of touchdowns and you can still run the hell out of Josh Jacobs. So you're not really losing much by losing Darren Waller, who hasn't even really played for them in a while anyway.
1: Yeah. Any last I words, agree. Paul? Um, It's going to be interesting in Vegas. I mean, it's a very tough division. It's crazy to think that Jimmy Garoppolo might not be the worst quarterback in that division. We'll see what Russell Wilson does this year, mm-hmm. but it's it will certainly be interesting. That's a tough division. I feel I feel bad for Raiders and Broncos fans. Man, you gotta you got an uphill battle, but that's how football goes sometimes.
0: For sure. And if you are in the top five picks in your dynasty rookie draft, and Anthony Richardson does get drafted by the Raiders, I would certainly spend one of those picks on Anthony Richardson. Whether you have quarterback depth or not, if you're in a super flex league in dynasty, you can never go wrong with drafting a quarterback and Anthony Richardson is in a pretty good situation where he can develop under Jimmy G. If Jimmy G sucks or gets hurt, he may be able to start, and he has amazing targets to throw the ball to. So you're talking about a a picture-perfect situation for Anthony Richardson, or any quarterback, rather, on the Raiders. So that does it for our second episode of Free Agency Frenzy Week. We're going to talk about the New York Jets tomorrow. Don't forget to like this video if you're watching on YouTube and subscribe down below. Turn on notifications. That way you get notified when we come out with more content like this. It also helps us grow as a podcast as we are, as we are not even a year in, Paul. We are almost a year in, but yeah. not quite yet. And we are growing and growing as the day goes on. Everybody, thank you so much. Don't forget to follow us on TikTok, Facebook. Twitter, and Instagram, and we will see you tomorrow talking about the New York Jets, baby. Bye, Remy. Bye, Remy.